microphone's about to go hog ass wild. Hog ass wild. But remember, it was on the floor last week. Yeah, well, I dropped it. it. And then if I touch it, like just a little bit, like just a little love nudge, it hog goes. Hog ass wild. This is Soundstorm Street on your eradio.fm. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about our sexy microphones. And Pam did a wonderful job in the studio. It's, everything's clean and organized, and the station looks great. The yeah. art is wonderful. The bathroom is... It's, the know, bathroom? We're, we're still to determine that. Oh. I think we just stepped in the studio today. Not really. I don't know. Um, we usually go to the bathroom first, don't we? Yes. <laughs> but the candy machine is here. Candy machine is up and working. $2 coins only. <laughs> Come on and check it out. Uh, 2781 21st Street on the corner of 21st and Florida in the Mission District of San Francisco. And um, we've been doing this every Saturday for how long? I don't know. For too long. <laughs> Not every Saturday. You're exaggerating. Okay, most Saturdays. <laughs> we have a life here, okay? We do. We do. Sometimes Saturdays requires other things out of us, but for the most part, we commit to uh, being here and uh, bringing you the best local bands in the Bay. And Right on. And we haven't had any bands from out of San Francisco recently, um, have we? We sometimes have, like, I want to say, like, Silicon Valley area. We yeah. had John Like, Miller. out of the... Northern California. Um, we had, um, what's his face? Old Earth. From He was from Milwaukee originally, but he was also living here. Yeah. So that was kind of an exception. Um, there was one guy, I feel like there was I one. Mean, or Leaf Echo. They're from New York. That was a, that was a special occasion. Yeah. Another good friends of ours. And um, they were here, at, I can't believe it was a month ago. And last week we had somebody from Manchester. Is he from Manchester? Who was John Miller? Andy um, Gill. Oh, Andy Gill. He is. You're right. He is from Manchester. Yes. But they're the ba- <laughs> uh, Gang of Four is based in LA. Leeds. Oh, okay. Um, does England. he live in LA though? Or does he live in England? I think he lives over there. Oh, okay. But I think his wife, uh, she's American or she's a naturalized British citizen, but she's from here, oh, okay. from the states originally. But yeah, I forgot that happened last week. It yeah, was I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes, we do have people from out of the base sometimes. And, um, that was that was a very s- special occasion, actually. It I mean, was really that was a couple of years in the making, so that was a triumph. And you got us. to see their tour bus, which is always very nice. And they were they were very kind of you know nonconformist, very gentlemanly, very you know accommodating. <laughs> Not what you would think from a rock band. Yeah. But then when they get up on stage, they're just like. <laughs> Listing their shit. <laughs> They're all over the place, but in a good way. Yeah. You yeah, know, in a way that in a I punk would, rock way. <laughs> in a way that I would expect. Yeah. But um it was a great show and my friend Tyler was was there with me. He's also a really big fan and knew one of the opening bands, um, the the new regime. Mm-hmm. And the guitarist for that band, I guess, is also or was in Nine Inch Nails, so that was kind of interesting. We got we watched them do the sound check, and he kind of like gave us the, you know, like that, like yeah. hey, what's up? And we were like, hey, what's Sup, up? Guys, <laughs> know you? Uh, that's awesome. But the new parish, I know in the past we had some weird experiences, but this is the first time I actually had a really good experience besides all the pushing and shoving. Yeah. But you kind of 
sometimes I sacrifice that because it's worth it just being literally right next to the band's crotch. <laughs> That's what all <laughs> That's that matters. When you know you've made it. <laughs> it's all worth it. But it was a it was a good show. So You're I'm within crotch distance. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was on stage with them. I'm like, oh, I'm part of the show. I'm part of the just a tiny person. Just a tiny girl in the front row getting smashed by all these old men. <laughs> but um beautiful. <laughs> I I've paid my dues as I say. They had some great merchandise too. If I had an extra penny on me I would have A penny? Mm-hmm. Damn you're cheap. Yeah. Mm. But um I'm sh- I'm I'm almost positive. I mean, during the interview, they talked about a new album, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to be back next year at least once. So I'm I'm kind of like invigorated now. I'm like, oh my god, they come every year. It's just you know, it's exciting, you know, yeah. especially a, a band with a, a legacy such as theirs. It's amazing that they're still doing it after all this time. But they're still kicking. They still have something to say. There's a lot to be said, that's for sure. Especially <laughs> but, um, today. How was your uh, week? We went to see the Amy Winehouse exhibit. Answer for me, why don't you? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yeah. was the highlight oh, of my week. Are we still recording? What does that mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, it's not moving, It's though. telling us to shut up, and... Are we... That's uh, something that she never did, apparently. She was never going to be shut up, so... Yeah. That'll never happen here. Sorry. The legacy. Technical difficulty. In case you're wondering, Amy, the legacy continues. So. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to open another file. Is that? Like I'm just describing we're doing, my, my We're doing issues. non-rock and roll type things on the air right now. We're this is, all, this is what rock and roll is all about, Asia, in my opinion. My experience as a DJ. Um, yeah, Thank Amy God. Yeah. Thank God for the podcast, though. The podcast has brilliant on point i can listen to the previous show and not have to bug anyone because even though we're the ones talking we don't get to listen to ourselves (laughs) and how horrible we sound um (laughs) and uh, yeah it's been really nice like analyzing how what how we do and how the interviews go and uh it's been good and it's the lame jokes we tell we have some really great jokes on this show. <laughs> Nothing's written. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> written things. down. Improv. We're all about improv here. It's all... We should be in the comedy show. <laughs> we should. I should do comedy. I'd be scared shitless, though. <laughs> That's the best Because at least here, it's like, well, nobody's really paying attention, right? Yeah. <laughs> but for comedy, it's like... You're people, facing like, people, yeah. They want results. And I'm like... Heckled. There's only one kind of result I can give you, but I can give you something. <laughs> I have two results right here. Um, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Uh, Amy yes. Winehouse the goddess herself. Um, Go. Yeah, it was good. It was actually really small. It's smaller than I thought it was going to be, but it's actually better than I thought it was going to be. So, really? Yeah. It was. Um, it was a good deal. It was more personal than personalized yeah. than I thought, um, mm-hmm. which I really liked. And I should have thought that because the title is a family portrait. But for some reason, I thought it was going to be all about her like style and dresses and tattoos. But it was really about more more her family and her life in London and how she was perceived when she was younger and how that affected her when she was older. So yeah, that's my two cents out of the the hello ordeal. I didn't realize how much I had in common with her till I wanted to steal all of her shit from the exhibit. (laughs) They did have some really nice dresses on on display Mm -hmm. and her most infamous, uh, I think it's called Arrogant Cat. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Was it the this the what do you call that Which pattern? One? The square one. Oh, checkered, 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 checkered. Uh, but it's like really tiny checkers, and mm-hmm. she wore it on her tears dry on their own video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's worn it a bunch of other things too. Mm-hmm. So I think she was one of her favorite dresses. But that was really cool to see. You know her uh, Fendi shoes, <laughs> her Christian sex- Lebatoni, her or sexy Louboutin. Christian Lebaton. Lebaton? Is that Lebaton? I don't Lebaton? know. <laughs> I don't know how she did it, but she did it. She's so tiny. I know. Um, and her scarves. She had an amazing collection of scarves. And then she had her um, her pink ladies embroidered jacket. I don't know. Amy if you Jade. Saw that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So it was really. Um, it was kind of sad. It was, yeah. I was I was going to say, I got a little sentimental. Um, but I think that's the whole idea is just to see that celebrities are humans too. And sometimes they're humans that rarely will, relates to you and speaks to you. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was awesome to see. And it was only $5. Which I was pretty amazed. I thought they were going to, it was at least going to be $15. But mm-hmm. it was only five, $5 to see. So check it out. Check it out. Thursday nights. They do a $5 special after 8, I think. After 5, after, I think. Or after 5, sorry. Yeah. It ends at 8. Uh-huh. Um, it's easy to see everything within, what, like an hour? An not hour even. Not even. Because it's really small. Um, unless you really want to analyze. There's a lot of art that's inspired by her that's on display. But I didn't really want it to do that because I wanted to focus more on her stuff than I did. I think her art speaks I mean it's nice to be interpreted but yeah I think her art speaks for itself yeah there you go <laughs> you didn't need to do that like, nobody was an artist in to paintings. interpret this other artist's work yeah, yeah. <laughs> her dark side mm, no. no I'm sure she would have appreciated it yeah, maybe yeah she would have been like oh that's nice mm-hmm. maybe not <laughs> maybe not maybe she would have been maybe like maybe she'd be like like, <laughs> <laughs> like what they do in England when they flip each other off yeah I thought I thought they did this thing I always see this in Peace. TV shows, yeah. <laughs> what do they think of us? Because we always see that. It's like, something that we they did, this did like, during World War II. Like, it was supposed to mean, like, victory Up over... yours, right? Oh, no, Victory <laughs> over Europe or something. Yeah. Like, VE. Or v, VJ, victory over Japan. But then it somehow became... I don't, I don't know how, how it got translated into that. Vagina. Somebody, somebody <laughs> call us and tell us how that tell happened. Tell us how the V... In UK happened. The <laughs> obscene V. That kind of V. <laughs> Hail to the V. Hail to the vagina. Okay, David Bowie. Can I read about David Bowie? Bowie, Bowie. Bowie. Mr. Sorry, Bowie. David Bowie. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to say it. Uh, reportedly so. releasing a new album, Black Star, in January. Janu- Janu- January. A source describes the record as completely bonkers. Great. <laughs> it's my That's album. how we like it. Uh, yeah. On January 8, 2016, David Bowie will release a new album called Black Star. The Times of London reports uh, the seven-song LP was reportedly recorded at the Magic Shop Studio in New York with local jazz musicians. Its 10-minute title track res- recently ex- exerted at the theme tune for the Sky Atlantic High series, The Last Panthers, is apparently due on November 19th. The track will also feature in Lazarus, the stage show Bowie is co-writing. Uh, the Times describes the record as an album of long jazzy jams mixed with the kind of di- uh, driving beat pioneering by the 70s German bands Can and Kraftwerk. 
Elsewhere in the story, uh, which quotes a Bowie insider who claims to have heard the finished record, the full title track is set to contain Georgian chants and soul section variations, electronic beats, and bleeps. And Bowie, Bowie's <laughs> bleeps. Boy's distinctive vocals. The source also describes the record as completely bonkers. As yet, there is no confirmation from Bowie camp, Bo- Bowie's camp. You can hear, however, you can hear uh, Bowie's previously shared theme to the Last Panthers down below. This is at a pitchfork.com. Down below. And I just got the weekly edition of The Enemy. And let's see, agenda, what everyone's talking about this week. And I saw Billy Joe Armstrong's lovely face. Mm. And exclusive behind-the-scenes pics of Green Day's new film, Heart Like a Hand Grenade, documents the recording of American Idiot. And I can't believe that was 11 years ago when I was still in high school. Um, <laughs> hmm. I know. Hmm. Uh, what? Uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Green Day made the most important album of their career. And it just so... I remember when it came out. And it just so happened someone was filming them every step of the way. That someone was director John Rockner, who painstakingly documented the process being the recording of 2004's game-changing American Idiot. The footage was then squirreled away for years, but the subsequent film, Heart Like a Hand Grenade, offers fresh insight into the world of Billy Joe Armstrong, Mike Durnt, and Trey Cool, and does does go behind the scenes as the band set about making their ambitious seventh album. In preparation for the film, feast your eyes on the selection of exclusive pictures. I'm assuming this is available online at enemy.com. Assuming. I don't know. Was it a ground? I guess it was a groundbreaking album, but I always thought Dookie was their groundbreaking album. That's because that's your favorite album. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's an album that maybe put them on the in the ma- on the map as a super band, mm, rock okay. star, rock band. I don't know. And Heart Like a Hand Grenade is showing at selected cinemas for one day only on November 11th, and will be available to buy digitally and on DVD from November 13th. Early Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> would you watch it? Yeah, I would watch it. I, I think it would be interesting. Just um, I always like watching documentaries versus like actual Movies. you know feature films or whatever. Um, like when we saw the the Amy documentary, I was yeah. like, oh, I remember most of this, but I've never seen this side of it. Yeah, you know, the like backstory. What, yeah, the backstory behind it. So, well, I have Pandora on the news. It's always a. Uh, Good when they have streaming services on the news. Uh, Pandora to pay labels $90 million to settle the pre-1972 recordings lawsuit. Um, Last year, Capitol Records, Sony Music, Universal Music, and Warner Music, and APCO Music filed a lawsuit against streaming radio service Pandora over recordings made before February 15, 1972. The suit concerned the fact that sound recordings weren't protected under federal copyright law until the date, and thus Pandora hadn't been accurately paying labels for streaming those recordings. Yesterday, Pandora announced that it had paid $90 million to the labels in a settlement, the LA Times reports. As part of the agreement, Pandora did not obtain the license to stream the pre-recorded 1972 recordings. 
however, they'll have to, until the uh, uh, 2016 to negotiate a new deal. In a statement, the Recording Industry Association of America, Sherman's and CEO Carrie Sherman called the settlement a significant milestone and a big win for the music community. We appreciate the col collaborative and constructive approach of Pandora's team in resolving the long-standing issue of artists and labels. In their own statement, Pandora CEO Brian McAndrews wrote, Pandora is excited to have found resolution with these regular labels. Together, we share a common objective to grow in the music industry and support artists. We pursue the settlement in order to move the conversation forward and continue to foster a better collaborative relationship with the labels, end quote. Good old labels. <laughs> oh, yeah, good old Pandora. That's interesting. Too much commercials, though. Yeah, too much commercial stuff. Somebody, uh, somebody I know is talking about Coachella, and I just I couldn't I couldn't help but say, oh, you mean the corporate festival? Oh my God, good for you! <laughs> they just so kind of looked at me wrong, but I was like, well, I mean, I guess I've been to outside lands, which is pretty much the same. It's pretty, thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing their but, shirt um, right now. But um, Coachella is just because it's maybe because it's been around longer. It just. You know, it has a good legacy. Like, a lot of great bands have played the festival, but it's, you know. <laughs> I, I, uh, Is it really worth it for people like us to... Not like us. Maybe if we lived in L.A., it would be worth it. But Maybe. Maybe Like, for day. me, it, it, for us, it's worth it to go to Outside Lands because it's right there. It's right in our faces. Whereas people from, you know, out of town have to buy, a, you know, they have to buy their way here. The they really have to commit to this. Yeah. Is it smoky in here, or is it just me? Um, I think it's just weird because of the lighting. My eyes are playing tricks on me. Yeah, because of the <laughs> lighting. Yeah. Um, so what do you have today? I was going to read a story. Oh. You've probably heard of her. Her name is Courtney Barnett, and she did a recording with Jack White. Courting, I do know her, yeah. Courting fame. Australian singer-songwriter Courtney Barnett is a slacker hero with a secret. She's an overachiever. Uh, let's see. Courtney Barnett is describing her recent visit to ex White Stripe Jack White's studio in Nashville in great detail. There was heaps of wacky shit in there, says the 27 year old. Cool vintage amps, pedals, a nice old piano. It was full of real nerdy stuff, and Jack kept offering us food, but we were too excited to eat. <laughs> that would be neat. The invitation from White to follow in the footsteps of Neil Young, Loretta Lynn, and Willie Nelson and record at his uh, Third Man Records headquarters came in June, three months after the release of Barnett's debut album. Sometimes I sit and think, and sometimes I just sit. <laughs> A short time later, she was recording in the Blue series, 7-inch. Pressed to vinyl and released by Third Man last week, it features a bold sequel to one of her own tracks, Boxing Day Blues Revisited, and a hazy, heartfelt cover of Shivers by Aussie songwriter Roland S. Howard. I only decided what songs to do that morning, because I always put shit like that off, says Barnett, but it was amazing. We had whiskey when we finished. Courtney Burnett's Anxley Cool is a refreshing dose of reality in 2015. Through her low-slung slacker pop, she champions life's banalities and celebrates boredom in a world of 24-7 notifications. True. It's a bittersweet philosophy and hordes of fans have climbed on board. Put me on a pedestal, I'll only disappoint you, she sang on this year's single, Pedestrian at Best. <laughs> 
uh, Jack White's not the only person ignoring her advice. She admits to having received some pretty intense fan mail. People tell me stories, she says, heaps of really deep, emotional, personal ones. Following the release of Sometimes I Sit and Think, she slayed US TV audiences with her appearance on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show, played Glastonbury's Pyramid Stage, bust in London for her Nobody Really Cares video, covered Patti Smith's horses on stage in Melbourne, and supported Blur on their American tour. Oh, she's probably played with them. I think it's tonight, or maybe it was yesterday. It's all, ha- it's all happening hard and fast. When we speak, she's crashed out on her kitchen table in Melbourne. It's 10.45 p.m., and she's only having dinner, miso soup and veggies. How is she handling the heavy schedule? The biggest change is that I've got a lot more frequent flyer points. It's funny, by avoiding a 9-to-5 lifestyle, hate working jobs that meant nothing and were just about enough earning enough to live. <laughs> I wanted to create my own job where I could do what I wanted. That kind of, that's kind of what I did. Over the past few weeks, she's been at home working out where to go next. To help suss it all out, she's been sorting through her journals and collecting all the good bits of songs and writing new ones. About what she won't say, the political situation in Australia, perhaps. At the end of September, the country switched their prime minister. Um, So Barnett's taking matters into her own hands of everything coming her way. It's an upcoming talk at a rock camp for girls that she's most excited about. You give them guitars and teach them how to write a song, she says. What will she tell them? I guess just write what you know. She sounds interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of her. Courtney Burnett. I've heard of her, but I don't think I've heard her music. She just, I don't know. She looks interesting. But apparently she was at, I'm guessing she was at South by Southwest. But maybe not. I need just about that story because I had Jack White in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was genuinely interested. Uh-huh. Well, it did say talks for her Jack White. Who knows what else she did with Mr. White? <laughs> He's been known to get around. Uh-huh. Brittany Swellinger. Swellinger? Swellinger. Brittany something. No, Renee. Remember I used to do Renee? Oh, Renee Zellweger? Zellweger. I thought you were talking about the writer. Kim Jack Hillier. White used to date. Is this like didn't happen? Was it a dream? Maybe, maybe it happened. I don't know who no, Renee Zellweger. I don't Swelling, know who, Swellinger. <laughs> I don't know who she is Swellinger? anymore because she doesn't look how she did like like Nicole oh my Kidman. God. I don't know who she is anymore. No, I just, she just I, I don't know. Changed her face a little bit. <laughs> She's a totally different kind of gal. Yeah, there's a new uh, Bridget Jones movie. Right? Oh, I've is never there? seen it so. Oh, that'll be that would be weird to watch because those she's been doing those for a while, right? Yeah. Like almost ten years. I guess so. But good for her. Good for Jack White. Um, that's that's what she likes doing. Well, anyways, <laughs> we are living it up here at Mutiny Radio, and uh, Cure for Gravity is going to be doing a live performance, and we're really excited to have them in mm-hmm. studio, and they're going to be talking to us at some point as well. So can also call in or send us your messages through Facebook. We're on Facebook as well, Sounds from the Street. And that's the best way to find out more about what we're up to. I need to post a little bit more. We can say that. We can say that. I saw it today and I was like, I'm tempted to post something. Yeah. And then it just didn't happen, right? We're not social media geeks. 
we are we are doing our best yeah. well the podcast is working the stream is up so we're super excited about that those are two great things to have in the radio world <laughs> so people know that we're here and we're we're doing this every saturday from 6 to 8 p.m uh, this is a, uh, the best time slot as far as we're concerned <laughs> everybody you get too too drunk <laughs> Before you get too drunk and before and after you've had lunch. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> we're totally going to do that later, so we'll be fine. The and drunk part? Possibly. Lunch is done. <laughs> we're way past that. Late, <laughs> late lunch, early dinner. Second lunch. And stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
forgot about your that feeder. Was, no doubt. That 20 was year no anniversary. <laughs> 20 year anniversary of Tragic Kingdom. What song was that? Uh, the Climb. I listen to that song when I'm climbing mid run. <laughs> I'm like, do I you just, ever elevate your treadmill? You can. I don't. Do you though? No. Okay. I don't. I that's too hard. Good. That's some. That's some real. I shit think right girls there. do it as a warm up. They do like. You can. Oh, that's warm up hard. Up, that's like you're running up the hills of San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're quote unquote running in heels. Yeah. But that's hard work by itself. Yeah. And before that was Amy Winehouse from her first album, Frank. I heard Love is Blind. And we were just talking about her exhibit. Yeah, it, it's, it ends on November, in November. So go check Next it week. out. Honestly, it's so worth it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And before that was The Smiths. The World Won't Listen is the album. The song's called Asleep. And before that was New Order, who actually have a new album out, or they're going to be releasing a new album. Anxiously awaiting them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that song's from their first album, Movement. Whoops, somebody's calling me. Uh, (laughs) I'm multitasking right now. (laughs) And um, before that was uh, a band that's been on the show, Cruel Summer, local to San Francisco. And we saw them open for Mourn. Yes, at the church. The chapel. The chapel. Mm -hmm. One of something like that. (laughs) And song's called White Flag. And they were actually, they played at the Hemlock with Deadleaf Echo. Right. I missed that show, but you said it was amazing. It was and really there good. There was like four bands we interviewed that. There was sh- a that bunch of people for us. that we knew, and I was yeah. just like, my mind was like frazzled, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah, you're like, oh, I like this. Everybody knows <laughs> me. I'm so famous. <laughs> I'm in the middle of something Let's follow happening. Our, our 15 minutes of fame it was a 15 at the Hemlock. Of fame. <laughs> and then it was over. Yeah. And then it was over. <laughs> and gone. then you were sad. But, but we might check out Slowness again. Yeah, they're playing on Wednesday. I guess it's the guy, whoever books at the Hemlock. They must they have a kind of thing going on That's there. That's how you do it. A little but I like it there. I don't know. Have you guys been there? The Hemlock Tavern? I have, I have not been to the Hemlock, which makes me feel so unhip. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's been I've around. never been there either, so you're, I'm there with you. They have the bar, which is the hip part of it, but then they have... Event, like a small performance space towards the back that I'd never been to, and it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. What did you catch there? A band from New York called Deadleaf Echo, and then some local bands, Cruel Summer, who are from San Francisco, Shoegaze, that's their style. Okay. And um, who else was there? Oh, another band from San Francisco that hadn't played a show in like 10 years. I think they were called Sci-Fi Flyer, or Sci-Flyer. They were pretty good, too. <laughs> Very kind of like noisy dream pop shoegaze. Yeah, we do a lot of shoegaze mostly because we're looking at stuff that we have to step on. <laughs> we're looking right down there. That's right. Just pressing buttons. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? You guys must be exhausted from that that setup out there. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it is, and we sympathize with that. We challenged ourselves early on to see if how much gear we could possibly take to the show. Let's <laughs> so let's see, good portion of the gallery. Yeah. They'll be like standing on the street, like our show, Sounds from the Street. You got to enjoy yeah. it exactly. out there That's with everybody else. So what's your take on the mission so far? Now that you've been here on a Saturday in the mission. Oh, I mean, this is the quiet part of the mission. <laughs> the good part of the... <laughs> That's right, exactly. The right part. Yeah. 
No, this is yeah, this is a good spot. And actually, we're I didn't realize how close you guys were. We've been down to like Trick Dog down the street. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who has a shop right down the street. Oh, right on. So this is a great, a great part. It's still one of the little hidden gem parts of the mission. Definitely. No, yeah, we've been. I think this has been here, like what we've been doing for seven years. I want to say they've been here longer than I've been here, but it's a good little spot. You know, it's kind of untouched, but obviously the rest of the neighborhood is being touched left and right. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that, <laughs> oh god, can't get away from that. The touching. Um, but actually, we we our space was almost taken right a few times oh, by yeah. some people who well, wanted we, to turn it into something else. We used to have a cafe in that corner right over there where there's now a door, and it was it was such a great idea, but it just wasn't Nobody feasible. Nobody was working in there. Nobody was working, and then poor, one of the poor guys was stuck there from like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It just, I don't know, we just couldn't make it work. But um, the gallery space is, is great. It seems to be working with us, and that's a way to kind of promote local artists in the Bay Area. And then we also do a lot of uh, live performances, uh, birthday parties, DJ events, whatever you want to do, whatever your heart desires. This is kind of the, the space to do it in, in the small space, <laughs> the crawl space. I really wish we had found you guys four years ago when we had less gear. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of time. That's when she started four years ago. It was for you. And I was just... But we had less space back then because of the cafe. And we had less space. And I was doing it on my own. And I was like, <laughs> so much work every week. And then here's my, my angel right here. <laughs> my angel with wings and a halo. <laughs> That totally describes me. Yeah, and headphones. And cool headphones with that. This is my halo. Oh my gosh, your hair is so light. She thinks her hair isn't highlighted <laughs> enough, but now I can totally see it. Oh, because I'm right under a light. You're right under the light. Yeah. Girl. So let's take a vote. Let's get everybody in here. It, yeah. <laughs> you guys really. saw me before, right? No. <laughs> let's talk about music now. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> so the music. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you guys are currently up to. What are we up to? We um, we are in the process of, of uh, releasing our EP, which is which was just mastered. Uh, six song EP is coming out as we speak. Uh, I think Joe, you just put one of the um, final masters up on our SoundCloud page today. Preview, yeah. a little preview, and awesome. we are going to be going down to LA to do a little weekend tour the, uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Oh. We have uh, Santa Monica and LA. <laughs> we're trying to, trying to do San Diego as well. Where are you going to play in Santa Monica, my hometown? What's it called? <laughs> the, it's called The Trip. Oh, that sounds familiar. You're like, I don't know that place. No. <laughs> it is it, cool is it new? I, I don't know if it's It sounds new. new. They have this cool thing, though, where they have a comedian and a band and a comedian and a band. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they that have something like that in San Francisco. Yeah. Which spot is that? Uh, the Neck of the Woods. They do that sometimes. Oh, I haven't seen. I've been out there a couple times. The Richmond. I guess. I guess it was. It was hosted by us. That's why it was hosted by Mutiny Radio. Okay. So, because we have comedians at uh, Mutiny yeah. Radio, so they would have like a little break with comedian, uh, comedy, and then a band after the comedy. So the same thing. Yeah, it those, works out pretty well. Those damn comedians <laughs> take over. Yeah, yeah they're just they're warming up for the band, I guess. Well, <laughs> One minute. Because you're just watching people move gear, so like you might as well. Just <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or is that? We're not very entertaining. Plugging things. 
I find it very entertaining watching people move gear myself. I, 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 I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's me, I don't, do want, it. I don't like moving it, but I like watching other people. Move it. Yeah. Have like these long videos on YouTube, like yeah. endless videos of oh, stuff yeah. being moved around. Instead of an unboxing, it's a plugging in right. video. Yeah. This one. Daryl's kicking me out of the venue. I'm like, oh, look at that drum go into that case. wonder what kind of case that is. <laughs> Those foot pedals, man. Yeah, so we, like Dave was saying, we, we just finished. It's taken us two years to put the album together, and we just finished it up. We're putting all the artwork and stuff together, and we had an amazing group of Kickstarter uh, donators that awesome. got us where we are, and they're probably about to mutiny right now so we're delivering all that stuff in the next month and then we're going to release the album officially next year right on have followed up with a tour and a bunch of fun stuff and how were you able to build up a following is it mostly here in the bay area or do you feel like social media has kind of revolutionized how bands get get heard yeah i think i think you have to use every tool today because there is so much noise out there, good mm-hmm. and bad noise. Mm-hmm. I don't mean anything negative by that, but there's to get ahead, uh, get above the fray, you got to use every tool. And I think social media definitely has helped. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're a local band, so most of our our core audience is built into the Bay Area. But we've been touring outside. We just played down uh, Southwest this year. Went to uh, South by in Austin and played uh, seven shows in eight days. We've been out Whoa. twice to underground music showcase in Colorado the last oh, two years in a row. Neat. So uh, we found that getting out actually, people appreciate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're from your own town, I think we're a little jaded because there's so mm. many good bands around. There's a lot going on here. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> a little too much. <laughs> so that's helped to get out of town, I think, and let, you know, kind of get it. And for us, too, to realize, you know, when you're playing in front of your friends all the time, mm. like, do you really like it's hard to get, it's good to get criticism though right it's good to yeah. see what works what doesn't work that's right and I think you get more honest criticism from the guy in Tulsa or San, you know Santa Fe who like <laughs> he's like where's that who leaves you know when you doesn't like what you're playing and you're like that guy's honest that's great and what's your have you guys played the east coast as well like Not New York yet. although ironically the bulk of this band or the, at least the Core Dave here on guitar, Chris on drums uh, are from the East Coast, so I think we do. It's destined that we're gonna have to go back. It's gonna have to happen eventually. Yeah. It's gonna be expensive right to get the gear back there. Oh, I see. Do you guys uh, rent out a van, or how does that work? That's what we've been doing recently. Yeah. <laughs> and hope it doesn't break down because I've seen stories on Facebook that are heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm did, like, I can't help you. Just start phone call from Yeah. Like what the. <laughs> Get us out of here. Well, the nice part about doing the East Coast, though, is everything is so much closer mm. together. It's so I true. think it would be a little easier. Like, everything we were doing in the Southwest was like 10, 12 hour drives every day. Oh, my we gosh. We did 4,300 so miles cool. in, in eight days. Yeah. In, in wow. With four to five boys. Yeah. Yeek. 72 hours of drive in eight days. <laughs> and I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling the tale. We all, we all made it back. So we, when we went to Colorado this summer and we did three shows that were only an hour apart, mm-hmm. it was luxury. Nice. Like, okay, we got to do the East Coast. <laughs> right on. Everything's really close. It's next on the list. What's your favorite venue to play in San Francisco? In San Francisco, I think... Um, or the Bay Area. Well, oh, I think San Francisco, sound-wise, would be Brick and Mortar. I think Brick and Mortar has been our favorite. Yeah. yeah. We've had a couple of really good shows there. Mm-hmm. 
the sound is great. They they tend to hire really good sound people and it's a fun space. Mm-hmm. Usually a good turnout. Yeah. We had yeah. fun playing at Awaking Cafe in Oakland as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get to go yeah. check it out. Yeah, it's in, in Oakland. It's I mean, they've put, a, as a cafe, you don't necessarily think, oh, we're going to see rock bands at a venue, but they've put a lot into the stage and the sound system and um, just really done a lot of good work over there. That's awesome. Got to promote the East Bay. There's That's some right. great venues over there. There's stuff across the bridge. There is. We We went to the Fox many times. I used to go to the Uptown. I miss oh, the yeah. Uptown. Just and to clarify, the Fox might be my favorite place to play. <laughs> we haven't. Anybody not on the list? Even, even if you're back, opening. It be a venue we want to play at. So if you yeah. haven't heard your name, shameless <laughs> plug for a game. And then even like two blocks behind it is the New Parish, which has yeah, been around for yeah, a couple of years. That's supposed to be great. We have, we've been, have had our eye on that place We've seen for a, a lot while, of great shows in the New Parish. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so intimate, too. I was just telling her, like, literally, the band was, like, right there. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I'm having a good time. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Well, now we've got the old Leo's Music Store has been turned into a club. Oh, um, right. The same people who do Brick and Mortar and New Parish on that Rock Ridge. Um, Starline Social Club. So there's a lot of stuff coming up in the Oakland area. Yeah, definitely. Been definitely making more trips over there recently. Do you guys <laughs> live in the Bay Area, or do you guys live in the East Bay? Yeah, we're all East Bayers, pretty much. um, Berkeley, Oakland. Okay. Yeah. But we're not afraid of the bridge, though. No, that's good. As (laughs) evidenced by tonight, we're like, we're here. Yeah. You guys were here no before us, so yeah. psh, props yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get here and we're like, and it's like seven o'clock, and we're like, um, where's the band at? Yeah. yeah. Like, do they do they really? They think only that have uh, an hour to set up. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not gonna be here after eight o'clock, so you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pretty much. You're making me check my watch. How much time do we have to play? <laughs> no, you yeah, no, you guys have plenty of time. You can play, I don't know, I would say like maybe like five songs or depending on how long they are. Yeah. I think you should have enough yeah, time. Most of our songs are about seven, eight minutes each. Yeah. <laughs> should, should be in and out of here. Yeah, no, actually, um, and we're playing, so we're going to, uh, we would have to preface up front because we, we actually even have more gear than we put out. Oh. So... We're going to kind of like pretend this is like we're in high school and we're playing your living room. That's the best. Like The best way to do it. So we're missing a few pieces, but I don't, you know, I think it'll still be fun. Yeah, it will be. What, what Joe's trying to say in a, in a, in a um, tactful way is that we're really loud. And we're going <laughs> to yeah. try to dial it We're going to wake tonight. up the neighborhood. That's right. That's, that's right. why we left a few pieces of gear in the car. Yeah. <laughs> like your tambourine like and like most of the equipment that you own that is rightfully yours. Yeah, this is half of what we normally play with. Yeah. That's good. I'm I'm happy to see you guys play for the first time and tell us um, where people can find you online. What's the best websites Absolutely. to check? So the, the obviously the main site cure for gravity dot net. Is, is it for? F-O-R. Okay. <laughs> yeah. we, we actually like to spell things out. Okay. Like, this is an amazing trend we're bringing back. Yeah. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Sorry. Making it, <laughs> yeah. It's actually all grammatically correct. Like, there's no yeah. misspells in the domain name or anything. Yeah. It's kind of strange. Pretty gravity. wild. We wanted people to kind of be able to find us. Like, yeah. That's what we're going it for. It came up right away like that, your website. So I was like, good. that's good because some people use their own name and it's a very common name or it's, you know, Similar to something else, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, like naming yourself like Brick or something. There's probably lots of things that would come up if you were Brick. I don't know. 
Five yeah, careforgravity.net, and that'll get you everything else, like our uh, SoundCloud, we have some previews of the new album up there, um, our uh, Instagram, our Twitter feed, our Facebook, more than you're going to want. <laughs> Joe will answer his phone and sing most of the time, so there's also that option. Oh, yeah. does he give out his personal phone number to the audience? We, we, give, it, we give it out for him. You know, <laughs> he'll be on the bathroom wall. But <laughs> you get calls like morning, noon, and night from yeah. your for biggest a good song call. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put your number in the bathroom. Put that, yeah, in the back of that door. <laughs> you might get some strange phone calls. Yeah, talk somebody down. <laughs> and are you going to be playing any upcoming shows here in the Bay Area? Yeah, so Dave was saying we have stuff coming up in November um, in L.A., and that'll all be up on the site here pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're doing a showcase um, with uh, Mixtape Artist Management. It's a new group we just signed up with. And so they're doing a showcase of their artists at Awaken in Oakland on December 18th, which is a Friday. Gotcha. So that'll be probably our last show of the year. And we're going to try to get back here in the city in January uh, with some of our friends out this way. It's coming up quickly. Yeah, it is. And what other bands are you familiar with at the moment or enjoy listening to? Oh, man. We listen to ourselves like, kind of nonstop, <laughs> I think. No. I don't um, know what he's talking about. Though. Yeah. A <laughs> um, couple other, I mean, local bands. I mean, one that, you know, just like just raw friends, or taxes, we really love those guys. Taxes are great. Um, great Francisco. I'm going to give a shout out actually uh, last night our friends Goldminer just did a single release here in the city and next uh, next month they're releasing their album. Um, those guys have been a lot of fun watching them put that together. Um, uh, Andrew Levin uh, who's Ooh. also on mixtape with us is out, actually out on the road with Emily Afton. Uh, they were open up for Third Eye Blind this last week. Oh awesome. So I think he's going to be here next month. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No he's a killer player and um yeah, who else have you guys been listening to? For me, that, that covers, covers it in terms of local people, but i um, big fan of, like, Explosions in the Sky and um, Radiohead. The, the National. Just, we were just listening to The National <laughs> today, all three of us. Yeah, Dave Ford around The National. Sort of a, I saw some great shows the last few months in the Bay Area that I've been revisiting some of their catalogs. Mm-hmm. Lettuce at the Independent was fantastic. Um... There was a band at the Fillmore Ki- called um, Hiatus Coyote. Yeah, I've heard of doing that. Doing some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, also Snarky Puppy was in town. These are all <laughs> serious drummers in these bands. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It was fun and good homework. Really, really good shows. <laughs> like, oh, I remember that. I need really, to get into really that. Really good yeah. shows. The fine line between should I quit or go practice? <laughs> <laughs> so it was an inspiration for you. Yes, definitely. Lots of good music in the Bay Area, and really, really proud to be out here adding to it tonight. So thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks, you guys, for coming, and we're excited to hear what you got. Um, I'm thinking we want to hear a couple songs from you guys. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's see if this stuff works. (laughs) (laughs) Thumbs up. (laughs) Well, in case you're just tuning in, Cure for Gravity is here, and we're lucky to have them. They're really excited to be here. They're going to be doing a live performance for us shortly. And um, we're here every Saturday. Are we not? Most no. Saturdays. Yes, most Saturdays. <laughs> I'm like, every Saturday. I'm going to be it honest. It feels like it. Yeah. There it feels like we're here morning, noon, and night. Well. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some weeks it's like, wait, we were just here. And then yeah. And then it's like, wait. It's but you while. know what? We've been here three times in a row. 
and I gotta give his props for that because it's really hard. It's really hard. Um, it was really hard in the summer to do that. There was a lot going there on, was a lot right? Going on. But um, I guess not, things are starting to calm down a little bit, and um, we're not getting as sick as we used to. We used to get sick all the time. I used to get sick a lot. Yeah, I did too. Um, so yeah, it's, it's looking up, and we have things planned out throughout the whole month. I think. I think for November, it's pretty much. T- yeah which is good it's a good sign and i really now that they mentioned it i really want to see third eye blind because <laughs> they're doing are they a free performance That's at amoeba. amoeba yeah and i shouldn't have said that in case anyone's listening <laughs> i don't want anybody to i want it to be spot. a private performance yeah i want it to be only me <laughs> one-on-one but it's worth you know making the effort to to go over there so yeah we i, I we really don't go to the hate as often as we should do we Mm-mm. No, we don't. Cha-cha-cha. I think that's why. Because we got really shit-faced drunk that one time. <sighs> On sangria. That's like the worst <laughs> kind of drug. It makes you so tired. But we went to the milk bar a couple times. Yeah. Like t- maybe two or the three Queen times. The Queen is Dead is... Uh, I think they're having a thing tonight. Oh, no, that's to baser, But um, Next week. For next Halloween. week, yeah, for something like that. Yeah. That, should, that could be interesting. If every, everything else fails, we could always... You might find us there. But we won't be here next week uh, because it is Halloween and we have Halloween life. Um, <laughs> My costume's already on, by the way. Yeah, you look very sexy. You're a sexy uh, Barney the dinosaur. Did you say Barney the dinosaur? Yes. <laughs> that exists. It's a real thing. Wait, isn't he purple? Yeah. With a big head? <laughs> yes. But he can make it sexy. I love you. <laughs> uh, you can make anything sexy if you want to. <laughs> as inappropriate as it is. <laughs> We have people here watching the show. Watching the show. Okay. We have people literally here watching the show. Oh. oh wow. okay. <laughs> I know. It's We're like a TV show. In, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the next step for us, by the way. TV show, yeah. yeah. Public access. We're going to be like Wayne's World. <laughs> We're going to have to get really creative with that one. We can do it. Yeah, I believe in us. We have, I think it would be fun. We have the face. The next generation. Yeah. <laughs> Star Sounds Wars is still going. Why can't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds from the street. 5.0. All right. Wanna- Without further ado, this is Cure for Gravity. This one's called Tonight. Tonight.
Choose this good dream I've been choosing for me. 
First EP, that one's called Fallen Stars. This one's off of there too. This one's called Living is the Pain. Those are both up on SoundCloud and you can download them. Living is the Pain. Oh, 
Sometimes I wish you would cry Sometimes I wish you would Thank you, thank you so much. This, um, we're gonna take a little, a little twist, and this, this one's our party song, I'll call it that. So everybody, if they wanna get up and dance or whatever, this one's called Love Will Bring You Down. And um, I'm gonna apologize up front, cause poor Casey over here is gonna like, he's got a solo in the middle of this, we're, I'm blowing the whole thing. But he's not gonna be able to hear himself, but, so we're gonna get really quiet during your solo, Casey. This one's, this one's called Love Will Bring You Down.
Casey Cameron on keys. How many tunes we got left? If you had to call it. Okay, we got, I'm getting a shout out, we got three left. All right, so we're gonna shift this a little bit to a couple of the tracks from the new album, As Yet To Be Unleashed, released. This first one's called Black Metal. Normally, there's really cool laser blasts and stuff up front of this song, but they're not going to happen right now. So, Dave will make some noise and then we'll start.
you very much. That's a black metal. Now we're going to bring Casey back. We're going to play Just Like Candy. And then we have one last one for you.
All right, <laughs> we're actually going to switch up and we're going to do kill the lights appropriate. We'll just kill the lights with this last one. What's the matter, Dave? It's not going to work. Dave says it's not going to work. He forgot three of his pedals today. So we're going to do... We're still killing. We're just going to kill a queen. This is another song of our soon-to-be-released album. This one is killing for the queen. And Oh, wait. Chris and I start that one.
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. We care for gravity. I uh, just want to give a quick shout out. Casey Cameron on keys. Chris Gamper on all things motion. Got Amit Schulman, his first gig with us on bass. Period. Anywhere. Killing it. And Dave Walcott and all things with pedals, shoegazing, guitar stuff over there. Oh, and um, I'm that guy, Joe, that was singing but couldn't hear himself, so I hope you heard me. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having Thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. That was Cure for Gravity doing a kick-ass motherfucking performance at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we could do that, by the way. <laughs> uh, sometimes I wonder how. <laughs> that was awesome. And... If you want to listen to it later, it would be podcasted. It will be, and it was streamed live in case you're just tuning in. And it was a great performance. I was really impressed. I'm not just saying that because I'm on the air, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a good job. Just no, they were brilliant. And it, was, it was really good. Um, yeah, it was just really... A talent was just... Filling the yeah, entire I the, the sphere. small but entire studio. Yes, I was definitely feeling it over here. And if you want to find out more about the band, cureforgravity.net. Mm-hmm. And comes right up on the Google search as on well. the Google. Not hard to find. And you're going to want to catch them in December at the Awaken Cafe. They're also going to be playing some shows in Southern California. So you want to be check that out as well. And um, unfortunately, we're not going to be here next week, but we'll be here in two weeks. We have some other acts coming in. One of them, a friend of theirs, Andrew Levin, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. He'll be here in November, amongst some other things in the works. And um, it was great being here once again. Yeah. <laughs> it's always great to have another chance uh, being on the radio. So It is, it is a privilege. <laughs> That's great. And I guess we can play a couple more songs. Yeah. Here to close uh, us out. Or we can take over. Oh, yeah. Either way, uh, there's well. more Mutiny Radio coming up next. Um, so stay tuned.